Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Beyond a Thought Podcast where we're talking about issues you've probably been thinking about. My name is Lynette and my name is Z. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, it's been uh, it's been a series. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. We started this mental health series. Uh, it's been it's been heavy. It's been heavy. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting. Thank you guys for your comments. Um, it's been great feedback. Um, it's helping us to learn as well as we go. So we appreciate that. Um, so to this this episode, we really just want to kind of wrap up this uh, mental health series and um, give our final thoughts. Really, just consolidate our, our our thoughts and kind of bring it together and just be um, just to kind of wrap up this um, very uh, heavy heavy series that we've had. Personally, for us, it's been it's been pretty heavy. I don't know about, mm-hmm. about you guys, but. Um, that's what we want to do this episode just wrap up give our final thoughts and kind of put it out there so they can start conversations in your own communities in your own homes um um, moving forward so yeah that's uh that's the framework of this episode yeah i feel like when we decided that we wanted to do mental health like we talked about this maybe in january that yeah mental health is going to be one of the things that we were going to talk about, but never did we foresee that yeah. it would come about at this time. This era. You know, this this time where, you know, um, there's a pandemic that's still going around. And, yeah. you know, now there are all these protests happening on Black Lives Matter. And I think that's why we feel like it was really heavy because, you know, Lynette and I being two Black women, having black husbands black brothers and sisters you know I don't know about you Annette but for me like the whole conversation around racism and you know just the fact that black lives should should equate to any life is very heavy to think about you know yeah and it, it does affect my mental health because I think about it a lot now yeah yeah <laughs> like I, it's constantly on my mind like I I ask myself like why 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 are why why are black people treated the way they are you know like yeah why does it take so much for us to just get like an equal standing in this world to everybody else you know what I mean or maybe not even just black people but people of color specifically in North America and in Europe you know like why is it such a struggle to just be recognized as a human being you know yeah um and so that yeah. that's played really heavily on my mind especially when you think about the fact that we're also raising black children yeah then you ask yourself the question of what kind of world are my children going to be growing up in nothing you know yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you so. kind of think of how if these conversations that we're having, how how is how is it going to look in their generation? Their generation, um, exactly. Is it going to be like? I mean, this fight has been for a while, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. over four hundred years, I'm sure, and um, it, it it's in our systems, it's in our institutions. You see, and then mm-hmm. in the question about why why does it take so much to be 
recognized as a person it because mm-hmm. it, it is in the fabric mm-hmm. of our society right so mm-hmm. the inequality mm-hmm. the racism um the 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 systemic racism all of that mm-hmm. is in the fabric of our society mm-hmm. so breaking it's about breaking those things down before anything really can even take place right and then changing people's people's behaviors and mindsets all of that right so yeah it's 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 a lot to deal with and personally for me I think it's been today I was having a conversation with somebody that was was saying it's it's been a lot to deal with mainly because um I didn't realize how heavy it was on my mental health like mm-hmm. I had to kind of pause and just be because mm-hmm. you're, you're trying to stay relevant right you're trying to stay mm-hmm. up to date stay up to date with all the things that are going on but then you're also caught up between that and then also trying to deal with your mental state just kind of like mm-hmm. unplugging and being like okay I need to take care of my mind Um, mm-hmm. So it's been on my on my. Yeah, I've also been thinking about it a lot <laughs> with my husband and my brother and raising black kids um, in this society. Like I remember, I think it's two days ago, Tony said he was going out for a walk at around like eight mm-hmm. thirty. It, mm-hmm. it just came out of my mouth. I was just like, oh, be careful out there, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't even think about it. It just came out of my mouth because I was just mm-hmm. like, man, so much happening. Anything can happen out there, and and. In Canada, I feel like it seems so far off, but it happens mm-hmm. here a lot, especially mm-hmm. in the, like overall in the people of color, indigenous people are struck have been mm-hmm. struggling with this for centuries, forever. yeah, forever, and um, it's it's all of these things are coming to the surface um, mm-hmm. now, and I you, you we didn't even think that we would have to struggle with such an impact like an implode explosion of mm-hmm. it on this on this scale now in our in our time you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. it's happening real time and it's a lot mm-hmm. to deal with to be very honest with you yeah. yeah and you know some people might be wondering like what does racism have to do with the mental health you know like because it's like what, what's the correlation between the two of them and when i'm because before we started the series when we like i mentioned when we were doing our research i was actually surprised that there was a correlation between the two of them oh yeah and yeah because i was just like how because when i think about mental health i just think about anxiety depression and then yeah and bipolarism and all these things right but mm-hmm. when we talked to theo that's when i realized that mental health like racism has a lot to do with trauma Yeah, yeah. And when you when you pull apart what trauma the trauma how trauma affects people, then you have things like post traumatic stress syndrome or disorder rather. Yeah, yeah. And that in itself is 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 a mental mental illness. Mm -hmm. So when you think about all the times as a as a person of color, I'm gonna say person of color just because it's not just black people that experience racism. It's like anybody that's not considered white experiences yeah. racism you know um you know when you think back to like your first experience of being treated as an other you mm. know 
or being treated as less than like that has an impact on your life pretty much because all of a sudden you now recognize that you're different from everybody else yeah yeah you know like i remember with azarel like azarel was he was three and i'll never forget this i feel like i said the story in the podcast i'll say it again um somebody in his school and not even school daycare because he was three Mm -hmm. um said that his skin looks like poop yeah you know Mm. and they're like "Ooh, smelly it looks like poop and he because he was the only black kid like maybe there was another kid that was like mixed and then it was him and you know he came home and he was so like confused like mommy why does my skin look like poop you know Uh, or is my skin smelly and I was like no like I I was livid because I'm like how can a kid say this to my son you know Mm. but then I realized like three-year-olds like they're all about potty humor like all they think about is just poop (laughs) three-year-olds are like oh look at my poo-poo so yeah like poop is brown and you know so I'm sure the kid just equated it to brown so I explained it away for the kid so I didn't get all riled up but I did say something to the teacher to try to educate children that saying things like that is not nice but the kid went home and that's perfectly fine but Azarel still remembers that and he's six years old you know so and that's his one experience of feeling like he's different from everybody else right (sighs) and so you think about things like that you're just like and that's just one experience that I'm sure he's only going to have he may have many other ones coming if we continue living in this country mm-hmm. um so it really it does play on your on your self-esteem it plays on your confidence you yeah. know and then with the conversation we feel we talked about how now as black people we constantly feel like we have to work 10 times harder yeah. than our next white person just yeah. to make sure that we stand apart mm-hmm. that we do the best that like you know if we, we're not slacking make sure mm-hmm. we're not slacking because if, if you're not god forbid you slack oh black people are lazy you know mm-hmm. it's like we all have to carry the mantle of being black like making sure oh, that shit. we do the best for for all of us so that we all don't have that stereotype of lazy or crook or yeah whatever it is else that they call yeah, black people yeah, yeah. you know and, yeah and that that can weigh on you like why should you have to work 10 times harder that's than the harder. next person mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah yeah and that and i think and i think that like last week's conversation with you was like that resiliency kind of mm-hmm. kind of dictates the way we we are as a people right so we mm-hmm. like you know you always have this um this, this saying that people say oh black people are strong black people are mm-hmm. resilient black, black mm-hmm. people are you know they're constantly going you 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 have the strength we're hustlers. Of, we're hustlers you know mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. that kind of plays into how we see ourselves and how we feel like we should constantly be as a people and not mm-hmm. taking last week you you guys mentioned that taking a communal pause right and just mm-hmm. saying that hey we we need to take care of ourselves right mm-hmm. we also need mm-hmm. to take care of our minds we need to take care to cut ourselves some slack really mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and not it, nobody's saying resiliency is not it's not good right you know for mm-hmm. a, a lot of people within the community that's what has gotten them where they are supposed to be but be, it mm-hmm. shouldn't be it shouldn't be the end all be all like you know what i mean that mm-hmm. it has to be uh, and not 
take one pause in your life to be like, man, I need to take care of myself. And we were talking about how we feel like, oh, I'll always um, that ten minutes that we're gonna we're gonna you know take to 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 think and reflect on ourselves and reflect on how we're feeling is is considered like a waste of time mm-hmm. for us, right? Um, it, like even if it's just starting off your day off you know i was listening to this podcast today it was saying how you uh, how you start your day determines how your day goes right Mm. so if it is that 10 minute that you're going to pause in the morning just to reflect and say how's my day going to go how am i feeling how's my family doing we all need to be able to take that that pause right as a Mm -hmm. as a people and just like be you know mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. always have to work so hard all the time more than the other person because we feel like we owe it to somebody or we owe it to the next generation we owe it to ourselves you know mm-hmm. we really i think that's one thing that a lot of people of color need to break down and and but that also starts up the conversation of um the system right this is it's like mm-hmm. we def- we do have to work that that much mm-hmm. harder because there's poverty there's yeah. uh in, in these societies there are um there's things that the the people of color don't have don't have as much as the other person the other white person or whatever so they do have mm-hmm. to work that much harder so it's that this vicious cycle of mm-hmm. oh I, i need to rest but no i can't i have to keep going i need to rest no but i can't i need to take care of my family i can't because i need to take i need to put food on the table because this yeah. this this hamster um, wheel exactly you know? yeah. um so it, it's hard it's a hard conversation it's a very broad conversation there's so many layers to it and uh, you know we're not saying it's easy but i think we think what we're saying is um our our minds need to be taken care of mm-hmm. right no matter how how much we have to do we really need to take um time to 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 take care of our mental health right mm-hmm. just like our physical health um whether it's any anything that keeps and like Theo said anything that kind of centers makes you feel it's self care right <laughs> take yeah, care of yourself yeah. really <laughs> yeah. yeah so um if anything that i've learned throughout this experience it's just to 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 be mindful you know mm-hmm. to be mindful mm-hmm. yeah you know going back to the like the reason why we work we feel like we have to work 10 times harder like you're right i feel, i feel like this this journey is going to be a long journey because it's i understand the concept of having to break down systemic racism like i get it but for mm-hmm. me i really feel like it's more about changing people's mindsets mm. you know because I, i read this article about how um i think it was a study by harvard mm. where they were saying higher ability of people and then they were saying that people like in companies like white bosses or managers are more likely to hire someone whose resume his name looks more caucasian yeah is somebody that has more of an african american name and yeah. it's like they could have identical resumes but just because one name sounds black and the other yeah. one sounds more white yeah the one is the white one you yeah, you saw that that study right no i haven't 
Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. It's it's like a rude, it's, it's like an eye opener, wow. you know? So when you see things like that, like I feel like that's where we get that mentality where it's like, no, you have to be the best because mm-hmm. you can't just be like everybody else yeah, because be if you are, your name will <laughs> betray you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and it's funny because so my first name is Nyingizi, my middle name is Melissa, right? But I switched it around when I was younger, like I think my second job, because my boss, who happened to be African, like she hired me and she's like, listen, and she's like, I'm going to tell you this because you're my sister. She's like, you need to switch your names around. And I was like, why? She's like, you think these white people know how to pronounce your first name? <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, you're right. Like, I've always struggled with my first name. Like, even African people struggle saying my first name, you know. Mm-hmm. So how, how much more will white people struggle? And yeah. she was like, you need to change it because once they see your name and it's too complicated to pronounce, they'll put your resume yeah. aside no matter how awesome your resume is wow you know and i took that to heart because i was like yo she's right man because like prior to that i had really been struggling with getting like i'd been for jobs and i wasn't getting anything you know and then when people will call they'll be like they won't even try to pronounce my first name they'll just go straight to my last name and then like you know i get like odd jobs here and there but that thing really stuck to me up until now we're talking like 15 odd years ago you know so when you think about things like that and you recognize that listen these are the reasons why black people or people of color feel like they have to work 10 times harder because yeah yeah the people at the top are all white and they're yes. just they 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 want to work with people that look like them mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. easier it's comfortable you know i think that's yeah. why we're having this conversation about with 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 white people about be get uncomfortable because it's an uncomfortable conversation it's an uncomfortable and, conversation you know yeah. but it needs to happen so that you can start changing your mindset so we can level out the playing field but wow. I, I i just wanted to share that story because i was thinking i'm like why why do we feel like we have to work yeah harder yeah and i feel like that's just an example of 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 why like so that if we're if we're just average which is nothing wrong with being average like <sighs> average is average you know what i mean but if you are there's another white person that's just average as well but somehow yeah. they'll get the alley-oop because they have they're smith. white <laughs> yeah they have smith they're they're sandra smith you know what i mean like yeah. and you you're you you're 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 uh, ashanti um <laughs> i don't even know the african name <laughs> but you know what i mean and now, yeah. <laughs> No, it's so, so true. It's yeah, so true because I, I think yeah. I think not too long ago, about a week or so ago, um, a friend, I think we, um, somebody that we both know, and I'm gonna keep her name off. Um, mm-hmm. She has a white, you know, white quote unquote uh, name. So she gets called to the interviews, but when she gets to the interview, <laughs> um, they're looking out. She's sitting there, but they, the, the the interviewer is like looking outside, waiting for the person. The some mm. someone else to come, right? And she's like, "No, no, it's me," and they're mm. all sh- they sh- they're shocked, right? Yeah. So mm. this is just this it's the same thing. It's like yeah. you have to you feel like, oh, now you have to prove yourself. Yeah, um, now because now you have to be like, "I'm black, but I'm actually yeah, no. qualified." You know, like oh, God. <sighs> oh man. Yeah. So like, yeah, what's real said about taking that pause is, is for real. Like, it's it's for real, and I feel mm. like uh, we don't do that enough. 
mm. as the people mm-hmm. of color we don't we don't do enough we don't take enough time to just pause and mm-hmm. and just reflect on mm-hmm. how are you doing you know that mm-hmm. simple question of how are you doing is i don't think we do that enough right as a mm-hmm. as a people um yeah. and and just unpacking your your thoughts unpacking your mind and you know and and sometimes it's like okay but i'm feeling this way why am i feeling this way why why am mm-hmm. i feeling the feelings that i'm feeling you know just mm-hmm. unpacking those thoughts is something that we need to do as a people um yeah. you know across the spectrum and just be like man like we we've gone through things eh this is this black community we've gone through things people have gone through the generational things the historical thing that people have gone through and now we are experiencing it real time mm-hmm. and, and 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 it's it's a lot it's like you won't turn on the tv one day and not see something going on and like will smith said you know racism is just being recorded now right mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. a lot of it is just being reported and it's overwhelming it's overwhelming and you feel sometimes you feel like oh like is it is, is it our fault <laughs> like, mm-hmm. is, it, is it black people's fault is it so it's all feeds into your mental health and especially mm-hmm. now that it's happening at the same time as this pandemic that's already mm-hmm. a heightened you know it makes it even more heightened mm-hmm. right yep So even more even more so you're just like man we're going through a pandemic you know everybody mm-hmm. is 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 going through this right and it's it makes it that much more harder because mm-hmm. your um the pandemic already makes your your mental state um uh it makes it hard for you to concentrate it makes it hard for you to 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 be um yeah. and then on top of that you have this um everything else that's happening right on top yeah. of that and so it makes it so much more harder um to 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 stabilize your mind like at all mm-hmm. you know so yeah it's it's hard it's yeah. hard yeah so i guess the one thing that we we have to learn to do well i i will speak for myself at least mm-hmm. is really take that pause and yeah. not not internalize things so much yeah. you know um yeah. because you know sometimes and ask it's for like, help ask yeah for help. yeah ask for help like when yeah. you you feel like you know what i'm having a hard time i just need to talk to someone just find someone that you trust have a conversation with them like just but sometimes mm-hmm. it's also hard to actually um v- realize what you're feeling true you know? like coming to a point where you can be like I'm feeling like this and put the words to it to mm. your feelings right some sort of validity yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. because you can be feeling a particular way but then you don't know how to express it so you, I, i think a lot of the time i saw this this meme where it was like a picture of an iceberg mm. And the tip of the iceberg, like the emotion was well, yeah, anger. Okay. But I think, I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen it, but then at the bottom of the iceberg, because you know the iceberg is the bottom, yeah, it's the, the biggest, biggest part. part. And at the bottom of the iceberg, it had all these different yeah. words, like anxious, anxious. sad, yeah. lonely, yeah. Um, depressed. Like all these words that were <sighs> describing 
like the 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 behind feeling of just being mm. angry you know and i remember like that was my experience all the time like i could used to be like why are you always so angry why are you so angry why are you so angry and i'm like man i'm an angry woman but then i realized i'm like no i'm not i'm not angry like yeah. i feel like these these feelings are expressing themselves mm-hmm. as anger mm-hmm. but I'm actually scared, <laughs> you know, right. or I'm actually I'm anxious, mm-hmm. or I'm feeling nervous mm-hmm. about something, or or the big one is I'm feeling insecure, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we're able to 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 how we're feeling, like words other than angry or confused or I did or or the big one is I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, where we're able to put words to those. I think it helps to it, it helps us to at least acknowledge yeah. how we're feeling and get the help that we need or the support. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's no, I hear, I hear you. Go, I hear you. Sure. And, and you know, and pray, pray, pray. <laughs> you know, prayer is so mm. key, and just like mm-hmm. letting letting God know what you're going through. Pretty much, like you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm if nobody else mm-hmm. will hear you because sometimes you don't know and and as Christians sometimes we don't think that God wants to hear our complaining right um, I think we have to come down to the mm-hmm. level of mm-hmm. um, understanding that God cares about the little even the little areas of our life you know so if you are feeling mm-hmm. frustrated mm-hmm. I mean I've had prayers where I just go like God I really don't even know what to say um but I, I'm feeling this mm-hmm. way, so help me out. Like, you know, just short and simple as that. And I feel like as Christians, especially as Pentecostals, we feel like it's always about the, the tongue speaking and the, and the loud shouting and not coming mm-hmm. to the level of, mm-hmm. God, I am feeling anxious. God, I'm feeling, I'm tired. Um, mm-hmm. Hear me out here. Um, help me out. Um, so prayer, um, it's all part of that pause right it's all part of that taking that moment to acknowledge mm-hmm. what you're going through and i feel i feel like that's also a big part of it acknowledging what you are feeling right mm-hmm. not just brushing it away just saying i am i'm not oh, no 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 i'm not feeling that way it cannot be it can't be anxiety it can't be depression mm-hmm. it cannot be what i'm that cannot be what i'm feeling oh you know um but just acknowledging your feelings you know feel your feelings i always say um, like mm-hmm. if, if you're able for you to be able to know um, that you have gone you have gone over something you you should have had to go through it right so if you're able to go through it and think about why was I angry why why did I feel that way why did I feel that way about that thing that the person said why was it a trigger all of those things are unpacking it and feeling the feeling the feelings that you are feeling before you let it go before you forgive before you talk about it before you do any other thing you need to be able to go through the feelings go through the emotions um, and acknowledge that this is what i'm feeling Um, even if you don't completely understand it yet right just know that i'm feeling something and i'm going sometimes you just need to sit in it for a while um, before you just be like no 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 there's no way i'm going through this um and I'm a big advocate for that because otherwise you 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 pile it on top of each other and you don't know now you don't know what what and then that's where the iceberg comes the bottom of the iceberg happens right where you have the anxious you have the depression you have all of this packed up at the bottom and at the tip you only see anger pretty much 
right because you haven't acknowledged all the other mm-hmm. things that are underneath so i feel like prayer and this acknowledge um, acknowledging your feelings um in in that pause moment mm-hmm. right so i think it was very important that that theo brought that up just having a moment right a communal moment a personal moment just to like pause and think about um how you're feeling right so yeah 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 and and when it comes to prayer like i mean as christians our, our best example is jesus you know like when you look at some of the prayers that jesus offered up to god like he wasn't shying away from how he felt in the moment like i think sometimes when we look at jesus and we're just like he was he he, he mm-hmm, is a superhero mm-hmm. like i keep telling as well like this is jesus is better than captain america <laughs> like you don't even want to know you know but when you look at the prayers that he had jesus was so honest about how he felt and he, he right. cried to god and he talked to god like god was is uh-huh. his father you know and jesus is That's our it. example to to be able to go to the father and just and lay it uh-huh. all out on the table and then you know the bible says so many parts and I, i remember you saying this in one of our episodes where the bible told us to be anxious for nothing because god knew that we yeah, would be anxious yeah. at times so the the, the 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 remedy for that is through prayer and supplication make your requests known to god and the god of god the, what is it make your requests known to him god of all peace guard your heart and yeah. mind yeah. right so he, so there's there's there are remedies for when we feel times like that and when we come to God in prayer that we can uh-huh. Uh-huh. we can come to him confidently knowing that he's hearing us because yeah. he said he is and because he is the the because peace that surpasses all understanding comes yeah. from him he said that he would give yeah. that to us so we can be confident that you know what we can go to God and go I'm having a hard time you know yeah Yeah. 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 And such prayers for me personally was really hard um, to be to start like Mm -hmm. as a Christian because you always feel like oh Mm -hmm. I need to no I need to pray 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 hard hard uh, you know (laughs) with with big big words Mm -hmm. but God understands and Mm -hmm. He knows what we go through right Um, and you know when you do and like we we said we said in our first episode. Um, it's a balance, right? So the prayer, you're balancing the prayer mm-hmm. out with if you really do need help, if you really need to talk to somebody, a mm-hmm. professional, whoever it is, be mm-hmm. okay to also do that as well, right? Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it goes beyond mm-hmm. that and 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 you just need somebody to, to talk to, you need some, 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 some professional help. Um, that is okay mm-hmm. as well. Um, it's not mm-hmm. it shouldn't mm-hmm. be stigmatized it shouldn't be tabooed for uh, us as, even as Christians to, to seek out the help that you need um, so you know mm-hmm. a fulsome a wholesome complete um, picture needs to be had rather than feeling like oh I can't I'm a Christian I should not see a professional I should not see anybody about uh, what I'm going through so just having that balance is also very important um, because sometimes yes. it's beyond anything that you can even explain and you need mm-hmm. somebody to sit down with you and talk about it um, you know in, in Mary's episode we we found that she is a Christian 
but she also mm-hmm. she also struggles with mental illness and she takes medication for it um, so that it helps her mm-hmm. um, to even focus on God right so um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you do need that help if you do need um, that extra hand um, we shouldn't make it um, it should it shouldn't be distinct it shouldn't be stigmatized for those who mm-hmm. who do seek out help it's about that balance so yeah awesome there anything else that you want to add in there no no Um, I feel like I feel like we've covered everything yeah (laughs) I think so Um, I think I think that's this is these are just our final thoughts are you know bringing it all together kind of you know breathing it in breathing out kind of um, and releasing it because this has been a uh, a heavy one for us and you know I mean the topics that we talk about here are all pretty heavy but <laughs> this one especially mm-hmm. during this mm-hmm. time um, has been um, very much weighing on us and we just really wanted just to come on and just consolidate our thoughts and put it together and yeah. um, so that it can start some conversations that haven't been had um, elsewhere in your homes wherever um, yeah that's what we wanted to do this episode yeah well thank you again guys for listening <laughs> our girls for listening <laughs> and uh well that's it for ment- our mental health series we'll be back next week with something new um <laughs> but yeah, look yeah, forward yeah. to it it's gonna be pretty awesome <laughs> high energy and all <laughs> And uh, yeah, and again, don't forget to follow us. We're on all social media platforms at Beyond the Thought 20. And we are on all your major podcast mm-hmm. platforms, I guess. Uh, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, you name it, we're on there. Until next time, guys.